Booker, we're rolling, man. Um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is uh, episode 51. Um, it's been a while. Uh, we've been off there for a while. Um, life's been kicking our ass. Been busy. That's right. Uh, holidays. That's right. Um, Paul had to do some time served. <laughs> still, <laughs> still, uh, still, uh, packing up my shit and taking it to the shit store. He's <laughs> yeah. been in and, out, in and out of county. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm looking at Supermax next. So, welcome to the podcast, uh, binge watch podcast. Hit us up on the Twitter sphere, which still seems to be solvent. I think uh, Donald Trump's keeping it alive and well. I um, think he is the only the the huge, huge. <laughs> lifeline to that thing. And <laughs> he's somebody. I saw something online. Uh, I saw something today that somebody had graphed out. Uh, that his active times <laughs> when he's he's like he has three prime times during a 24-hour period that he is just off the chain and he is not going to change at all because he's sitting in the big dog seat and nobody can tell him to do shit that's right so you hit us up at uh, at binge watch pc and paul what is yours again uh at paul underscore bwpc i think or something <laughs> the- or bearded wonder i don't know you should have just, just a, done at bitter, bearded wonder. I should have. Yeah, I should. I might change. Who knows? Can't you change it? It's a, it's a it's a new year, man. I can do what the fuck I want. I can do what the fuck I want, man. It's a um, the world has not blown up yet. Uh, he is uh, Trump is uh, uh, signing up executive orders like they're uh, three dollar soup down at the kitchen. <laughs> I know he's like uh, taking taking orders like a fucking. Uh, like a short order cook back there and just ch- chunking those motherfuckers out. <laughs> I know there's, there's all these, uh, uh, there's this whole, the, the meme scape is fully rich with, uh, all things Trump right now. Uh, there's this one now of him sitting here, that very first executive order where he flips around and shows the cameras. And of course what comes up, he flips it around and it's Dick, butt. <laughs> so right. motion tracked it. and I was like, of course, Dick, butt has got to be on there. So well, so you, you, you should check out, um, uh, at Trump draws, and they he does a new one every day, and it's like um, cat, space shuttle, um, and and when he flips it around, yeah, check it out. He does a new uh, motion track on there every day of stuff that Trump's drawn on those executive orders. My 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 favorite one though was one where it just said he flipped it around, opened that book, and on one side of the page it said, um. Uh, Cat I, and meow. <laughs> yeah, one side of the page it said, uh, "Let me remember." It was like, "Oh, I, it, I have no soul," and then the other side yeah. it said, "I'm afraid to die alone." <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. I didn't realize this is all this one dude, and it's it uh, uh, spaceship USA moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. Peanuts. Yeah. yeah, so that's <laughs> so, <laughs> at Trump Draw. <laughs> These are awesome. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I heard something on NPR today. Uh, it was talking about Facebook that people now, because uh, Facebook is such so into everything, is that people are making full time money just by creating pages. Right. It's sort of. It's very much an echo of the. Uh, YouTube channels saying, and this one guy down in Florida, he uh, he, I think he had worked at a Harley Davidson shop. It was like a manager or something like that, and he's big into like skulls and stuff like that, and to, you know making memes and stuff like that. And he just made a couple of pages on Facebook, and he got enough followers on his page of something like over three hundred fifty thousand that Facebook contacted him and said, "Hey, do you want to monetize this?" Right. He was making like over a hundred thousand bucks, and then something happened, and they nuked all his pages, and he can't get a hold of anybody at Facebook. <laughs> so he was living, living the high life, and uh, well, that's weird. That's strange. Yeah. All right, so like half of the um, entertainment world has died since the last time. That, I know, uh, dude. I know. We're together. It's um. There's um. And I was thinking about that, and I th- it's sort of come up um, a few times before, 
and it's you know celebrities are always dying and it's just now that it's because we're going to die pretty soon apparently <laughs> and in a fiery gets, hell of nuclear explosions <laughs> yeah exactly and especially you're talking about guys you know now our age we're parents and stuff like that and people that are celebrities back they're starting to go away and especially ones that came up through the 70s and 80s and that cocaine's a hell of a drug hell of a drug <laughs> and so they're they're starting to they're starting to to die and uh, the whole um, of course you know princess leia passed away right at the end of the year Boo. and debbie reynolds carrie fisher's mom passed away the very next day the very next day yep joined like, the hip days. man yeah and it was you know and of course you know it's understandable that's got to be um that was a very uh, carrie fisher had a very interesting life and she ended up after all that crazy shit with uh, bipolar disorder and cocaine and the 70s and studio 54 <laughs> and all that stuff and alcoholism uh, she was a very she had a great sense of humor she she was a noted uh, uh, script doctor uh, she had several um, uh, what was that movie uh, notes from the what was that uh, uh, postcards from the edge or something like that yeah yeah talking about it. it's it she turned herself around and she um you know, people uh, poke j- uh, jabs at her. It was like, look, you look like you're 80 and stuff like that. She had a great sense of humor about it. She's like, you know, whatever, fuck you. That was her sort of her attitude. Well, and she was pretty brave. The whole, I'm an alcoholic. I have all these mental problems. I mean, she was all, she was pretty out there about it all. It wasn't like she was sitting at the house hiding it. No, and she, she owned up to it. And I, I think that was uh, really sort of spoke a lot to her is that she's like, you know, fuck it. This is, this is me and just owned it. Just going to do me. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a, she was, um, they'd finish, uh, shooting the next star Wars movie. And so they have her in it, but she was supposed to be in the one following after that. And she's not anymore. So they're going to have to figure that out. Well, maybe um, they'll do what they did to, uh, in, um, rogue one. Just be computer. Could. And there stuff. was, a, there was that whole controversy with, uh, 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 Grand Moff. What controversy? And what was the controversy? Did you like the film? I lo- I love the film. Yeah, I thought Rogue One was it. awesome, dude. I thought it was awesome. Um, of course, you know that part of me sort of steps back and looks at stuff like that because I know I'm in that industry, and I'm I'm like looking at it and I'm like, they didn't do a bad job, dude. That's a they fantastically didn't... fucking hard thing to do, man. It's not like they yeah, and it's they pulled it off. Most of the general public, yeah, would not have even known or cared guys that are inside baseball like me nerds we, you know we talk about that kind of stuff but they pulled it off though i thought it looked awesome they're going to continue that is a trend you're going to continue to see because um, well, they got to all these motherfuckers die. are dying <laughs> yeah uh john hurt passed away yeah saw that 17. yeah how was, how uh, apropos is that with uh um God damn it! What's the book? 1984, rise into the bestseller list, and he was the know, star right? of the movie. That's all he could take, man. <laughs> He's <laughs> a book. Get him out of here. Yeah, because he was suffering from cancer, and um, he was. Um, he got it I in that movie, I'm, Contact, right? I think so. He got a contact high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what he, that rich guy he played in there had cancer. Remember, he had to go up in the airplane well, and. Yeah, and it's like. Why make one for the for the when you can make two for twice the price? That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was great. He was he was oh, really I love that great. Dude. He had he had a, a long career, um, and a lot of people their only exposure to him is as Ollivander in the Harry Potter movies, the guy who sold the the wands uh, or uh, sold the wands to the new uh, wizards coming right. into Hogwarts, and he was so good. I mean, he there was you know that that english acting tradition i mean it's he uh they're good they're way better than american actors that's what i say i mean ryan reynolds come on yeah i mean fuck that guy this baby hand (laughs) (laughs) do you know how huge it would look if i was holding with this baby hand uh so yeah there was i mean there was a um 
George Michael passed away. I know heroin overdose. Did they ever? David Bowie passed away, and you're talking about all these guys that it's like. This is the lifestyle. This is <laughs> George this Michael is was I, heroin, though. They said that, right? Didn't his boyfriend say that? Yeah, he um, he had a, a huge problem with that, and yeah. uh, that's most likely what he succumbed to. Yeah. Or it wasn't in his system when they did the autopsy, but it just did so much damage on him that he just. Yeah, I'm looking through. Old, I mean, you got a lot of news in here, brother. I'm looking through. Um, yeah, I mean, this is stuff that's built up since we've been on break. So, just a quick uh, comment but, on the the Blade Runner thing. I saw that, and Ryan Reynolds looks okay. I was thoroughly unimpressed by Harrison Ford in the Star Wars flick, and I'm sure hoping that his performance in Blade Runner, although I don't think it's going to be that a huge piece of the film, is. Better than his Han, turn at Han Solo in the last movie. Yeah, um, a certain part of me at this point is that you have to look at everything in perspective. I think, was he the greatest actor in the world? Not really. I really don't think anybody can argue that he was the greatest actor in the world. He played some very iconic roles. Yeah, and that's what he's known for. So I mean, what can you do at that point? I mean, he, that's what he's known for. He's known for, he's known for Indiana Jones. He's known for Han Solo. He's known for he played the president at one point. He was Blade Runner. Um, he, and was he was in some good flicks though on Hollywood sets. <laughs> but I like for me in that movie, the Star Wars movie, it was just like he was just a dude standing there. Like he wasn't even acting. Like he w- wasn't even attempting. He's just like, hey, I'm hanging out and getting paid, y'all. Um, yeah, and it, I think it's um, it's it's they have to tie up that whole thing, right? They have to stitch it together because of the timeline of where everything is. I did not get a chance to read that article you sent me. Is the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, I think it was a, a refutation of what we was talking about before on a podcast. Oh, with the the canon versus non-canon. Yeah, you what, is it, that they're they're rewriting history or <laughs> well for I, here's what i think and I've, I've read a couple of things since then i think for the movies they are going to um rewrite the canon that it will be a whatever they do in the future will not depend on whatever is quote-unquote canon from the past and then okay. so i play uh, star wars galaxies which is like a mobile game yeah and they have non-canon stuff in there and it's I mean, it's done through Disney. You know, a video game company does it, but so they have some non-canon characters in there, and they're bringing in uh, Darth Nihilus, which, as I think, is from the Old Republic game, video game, which is non-canon. So I think for the stuff outside of the movies, they're they don't really give a fuck, canon or not canon. But I think for the movies, from what that article read uh, said, is they're going to uh, not be overly concerned to what the past canon was and trying to honor that. And then whatever they want to do going forward with movies, they're just going to fucking do what they want to do. And then they'll That's, basically uh, be two canons. Do you owe me a dollar? No. Is that, what, is that what you're saying? Because you were saying canon is canon. What does the word mean if it's not a word? And it's like, and I was like, eh, I think they'll pretty much do whatever they want. I think that's the way it went, right? Am I right? No. Am I right? I said that they were tossing the canon out, which that's what they're doing. No, Trump, you're, you can't twist this around. I said that you said that they were going to stick to canon, that they, uh, one of their executives that came came out before and said, we are sticking to canon. And I said, well, he said that now. No, that's the, the that's, you need to go back and listen to that. I, I said they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to. You you need to go back and listen because I think you've been drinking too many martinis or something because uh, you, were, you were sticking that they said they said this and what does the word canon mean if it's not this and i was like well no you said they were going to leverage all that old canon stuff for the the new movies and i said no way they're going to do whatever the fuck they want no i i said my oh my god you need to go listen to that you need to Uh, listen actually actually i feel like i'm talking we're talking to that kelly uh conway <laughs> chick <laughs> listen like, here miss alternative fucking I, facts this is alternative facts right here because 
we th- it is exactly opposite of what you're saying. No, dude, is that I was saying you were saying that they said they were going to stick for the features. You had said that they were going to stick to canon, and I said no. They have all this this book universe and stuff, and they were probably going to start blending in. And you was like, no. They said uh, an executive said they weren't going to do it. And I was like, well, executives are full of bullshit. No, and- I, all those old books were considered canon. But like when it was Lucasfilm that owned it all and and licensed all the books, they were that was considered quote unquote. The only thing that really was ever big that wasn't considered canon is the Old Republic video game and all the spinoff stuff from that. But, I am going to. But the books allow you in all, in, indulge in revisionist history. Go back and listen to it. With this, this was a totally different conversation that we nearly came to internet fisticuffs over and you're trying to jump jump ship and push me over on the other side and that's not the way it went down no that's why i sent you that article when because it said they were going to disregard the disregard canon going forward okay the, and they're going to do I'm, I'm i'm just encouraging our listen listeners to dig into our archives and see which way this dollar is going to go uh, i encourage all of our russian dollars, listeners so to hack your me. shit <laughs> <laughs> it's Russia. I say it's Russia. <laughs> Russia is involved. Um, all right, all right. Let's move on here. Um, so, so uh, did you hear about that whole Oculus uh, lawsuit with Zenimax? No, I, I did want to talk about that though because you know you and I definitely are di- difference of opinion when it comes to the VR world. Did you see yeah. where? And I was—I hated this fucking technology from the fucking second I. All the 3D TV stuff is dead. They're not doing yeah, it anymore. I, I, there's an article in there on that. I was like, well, yeah, of course it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's terrible, and that and, and the biggest drawback is the same thing. You're sitting in your living room, and you got to wear these retarded glasses that you are going to have to buy all the time because your kids are going to break them or lose them, or they're going to wear them to school or some shit. But uh, yeah, they're ixnay in that, and I am totally out on 3D movies. I've seen my last 3D movie, and I'm done. You, you and me both. The only good 3D movie I've ever seen was Avatar, and they designed it right and spent millions of dollars to make it look good in 3D, and that is it. And every other one of them has been shit. Yes, yes, and they, they, um, so many of them. When this, this whole wave. Um, was cresting on 3D uh, movies. It was all being pushed by the film industry as a way to to jack up sales of right. tickets. It's like, yeah. let's do this. Uh, cue John Hurt is like, why make a movie for for this when you can make it for twice the price and try, <laughs> charge exactly. twice the price? Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm. I, I'd never. It was always you put on those stupid glasses and everything would be like two stops darker, and it was always. I always prefer just to see the just the, the standard. The bright colors always seemed really grainy to me. Yeah, it mutes everything down. It was just a, a shit show. I'm glad it's gone. I, but yes. but I'm not as out on the Oculus and all that stuff because I feel again that it that's going to have a, a really strong like niche market where 3D yeah. didn't. Yeah, uh, and I think it's I think the big play is going to. St- maybe shift more towards augmented reality to where it's involved more with cell phones and less with unless they get um, the visors, these fucking battle helmets things down to where they are truly just like like something you just put on your face like, like you're, you're right, helmet. the glasses that we're in right now, because I feel like there's a novelty to it that at first you're willing to fight through the thing that you're wearing, this big half helmet thing on your head and you can't fucking see shit but I feel like at some point you go, all right, I can't take this fucking thing on my head anymore. If I'm not playing some really super cool video game, I'm out. I don't need it for movies or any of the other stuff. But you yeah. said who there, there there's a lawsuit between who and who? Uh, it's between um, uh, Zenimax and ID Software, mm-hmm. uh, famous for Doom, because uh, John Carmack Doom. jumped from over to Oculus, right? Uh, from Id and Zenimax, which owns Bethesda, which does Fallout Three, uh, right. Oblivion, Fallout Three, Fallout Four. It's crazy. He's still so involved in that whole thing after so long. Yeah, and he is. He is. I mean, he has been. Um, he has been on the on the tech side. 
he has always been on the forefront. And the whole uh, lawsuit basically hinged that um, when they was making the game that came out before this game that they did recently, which is called is just a complete reboot called Doom, which won a ton of Game of the Year awards this, in 2016. They had a game called Rage, and they were starting to uh, Carmack was starting to get into the tech of VR into the Rage tech into the id tech engine game engine, mm-hmm. and that's where it hinges is that. They were uh, Zenimax was claiming that he took stuff with him, uh, and that the uh, uh, Oculus founder um, uh, Palmer Lucky, I think his name is, got me. Whatever, whatever that fuck, fucker's name is, and tied to Facebook because Facebook bought, bought Oculus, is that they knowingly took uh, source code and things with Carmack when he jumped ship. And the original suit was something they were. Uh, Zenimax was asking for something like four billion dollars. That's it. And it was, uh, I think it was like four billion dollars. Retarded. I know. And but it was held in a the, in a Texas court because that's it has always been in Texas. That's right. where it was founded. Um, and the, the jury ended up awarding five hundred million dollars. Fuck. Yeah. So that's a hit. I mean, that's you know, and, and the interesting thing is how they broke it out is that they specified that the founder has to pay X amount. It's against certain people inside this, the high level of, of the Oculus group that, yeah. Well, what are they, they don't have is, like $500 million sitting around. Well, it's, it's interesting. If you take a look at that link, um, let me, uh, the verdict, let me uh, open that real quick. While you're doing that, I just saw on here you have this thing for Tom Hardy's Taboo. Yeah. I watched about half of the first episode, and it's really boring. So I'm hoping that it's that they're, as I continue, and I just started the other day, that that thing picks up. It Out of the gate, really cool looking. The, right. the, the, uh, the artwork, the cinematography was good, and like all the costuming was amazing. But... The half episode I watched was really boring, so I'm hoping that picks up. Anyway, you ready? You can oh, go. Is the, is the bastard uh, sword or whatever the, that travesty was? Bastard executioner. Uh, so, uh, half a billion billion dollar judgment awarded to Zenimax. Uh, Lucky pays fifty million. Uh, this other guy, Urbi, has to pay one hundred fifty million. So out of that half a million, these guys are getting soaked for a big. Uh, Oculus is paying out 200 million for breaking the NDA and 50 million for crop copyright infringement. Oculus and Lucky each have to pay 50 million dollars for false designation. And the former Oculus CEO Brendan Erby, er, 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 he's an oh Trump would love him, uh, has to pay 150 <laughs> million for the same final count. Why? Because he's brown. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, because his name. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Arab, Arab, <laughs> build a wall around him. He'll be fine. Um, the 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 quote is here. The heart of this this case was about whether Oculus stole Zenimax trade secrets, and the jury found decisively on our favor. An Oculus spokesperson told Polygon dot com, where I have this article from. Um, we're obviously disappointed by a few other aspects, like half a billion dollars, but <laughs> and so they've got to be appealing that. stuff. Is that Zenimax could be could be possibly filing a suit to halt current production on the Oculus Rift headsets because that integrates that technology. Right. So they may be calling to stop that, and if they stop that, then I don't, you know, then that's a that's an interesting. That's kind of that's a done deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, hmm. and that has a fallout effect. Uh, Fallout from <laughs> Fallout Three effect. I see what you did uh, there. It um, it has a Fallout effect on all these developers that are developing for the Oculus Rift. So if there's not if that that gets halted and there's not all these these headsets can't go forward, their business model is gone. Uh, well, no skin off my nose. Hey, have you I, all the <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys? All Get these. <laughs> 
all these maybe links left, and news articles, did you check them? Headset at the dick sucking store. <laughs> yeah. Did you check all these to make sure this isn't fake news? All these links? Uh, did you pro- fact check every one of these? I prefer to call them alternate alternate facts. Alternate facts. That's one of the yes. craziest. I, I don't know how we sort this shit out now with everything's fake and um, blah, blah, blah. I think blah. he's trolling. Yeah. I think he, I, I'm, I'm convinced. Troll and troll and troll and. That he, the way he's he ran the media during the whole run up to the election, and he's still running them. He's just, and it's it's a it's a strategy on his part that he'll say one thing, then he'll say another thing, and they're just eating it up. Yeah. And he's 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 uh, ostracized CNN, and people inside of CNN are saying, man, he's trying to kill us by killing our ad revenue, and it's like. Well, yeah, he's got you by the balls. He yeah. has got them all by the balls because everybody wants to cover him every day because that's our 24-hour news cycle. And if he says you can't sit at the table anymore, because you're you Hey, did, speaking of trolling, did you see his thing on um, uh, where at least it appeared from the way he was talking that he thought Frederick Douglass was still alive? <laughs> no, I did not see that. It's like, yeah, that was like what, like, like two centuries ago. <laughs> so Come on. he, you know, it's a Black History Month, and so he was at like a luncheon or something, a Black History deal, and so he's talking, and he's like, oh yeah, and it's like it, it, it appears as as he's doing this that ten minutes before he walked into this room, they handed him a piece of paper that said "Black Dudes" at the top, and it's like five or six names. It's like, hey, know these names before you go in there. And he he he, he, he <laughs> brought up, he brought up uh, Ice Cube, <laughs> Frederick Frederick Douglass, and he said, you know, Frederick Douglass is a guy that's that that has done a lot of really good work, and I know he's getting a lot of more praise, you know, uh, here and there as we go on. So in a, in a, uh, you know, so either he's so bad at at, at English that, it, that he couldn't communicate that he knew Frederick Douglass was dead, or he just didn't know who the fuck Frederick Douglass was. So a, a trolling account on Twitter opened up at uh, at real Frederick Douglass and was just trolling the fuck out of Trump for the last couple of days. And it looks like Twitter shut it down today. But it was <laughs> it was just awesome stuff. It was Frederick Douglass what? talking as if he's as if Trump is saying his words and, and using a lot of the Trumpisms and stuff is really really fantastic trolling. That's awesome, but um, uh, a lot of people attribute um, the way that um, Trump talks is, is that he speaks in like lowest common and de- denominator, and it's very intentional because that's what that's the easiest thing for his base to understand. And as bad as that sounds, the deplorables is that weird? <laughs> that's how he won the election. Is that he talks. It's like it's unfair. It's like what's unfair? Much would unfair. You to, would you would you care to get into a discussion about big, what's big, unfair? But that's big, what he big says. Unfair. And, away, and it ends up somehow he was treated unfairly. So unfair. You know all these like two year old sentences. It's like come on. But that's it's a strategy on his part, and it's it's working. And the media just cannot. Uh, they cannot leave him alone. They I, cannot leave him. Alone. I think once he gets figured out, though, and and like, but I how just, is it we figured him out and the media is not because the media knows they may know this, but they know they have to follow him because that's where the money is. Well, so they can't figure out how to how to <clears throat> counterattack against him. Well, they did. They are. Out, they have no money. The, the 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 thing is to just not engage. Like Reuters. Um, uh, posted a big article yesterday on um, basically they said their Trump strategy, and it's just to get to, out and talk to the common man and find out what people are really exactly really stop talking to Trump and listening to Trump and go report the fucking news of people that that people care about around the world and just let this fucker die on the vine. Well, and I, I think that's I think that's interesting. I saw that same thing uh, about Reuters, um, and that that's the Achilles heel Achilles heel of the way the Democratic Party has treated everything. And I think there's a certain amount of truth to that. Is that 
they are not owning up to what the problem is, and they're acting shocked that people voted for Trump, when, but Trump played directly at what their their concerns and needs were, and that's what won. And they're saying there's nothing wrong with their message. Yeah, there is something wrong with your message because no matter what you say at the end of the line is that, well, there's a lot of things, is that they ran somebody that was deeply flawed. They hamstrung Bernie Sanders. That right. was a huge, a huge not win for them. Huge. Huge. And he ended up winning. So, I mean, yeah, I think Reuters hit it on the head. It's like, huh, I wonder what all these people that elected him into the most powerful office in the world, what are their actual concerns? There, well, there's another uh, kind of uh, Twitter I've been keeping my eye on. It is uh, uh, Trump regrets, and it's like people that <laughs> voted for him and are now like, "What the fuck did I do?" Is it spelled regrets? <laughs> <laughs> like that tattoo, no regrets. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Um, yeah, and there's uh, I, there's the same thing with Brexit. Is that there's a whole bunch of people is like. They had to, they after the fact, it's like, what is the, they go look on Google, what is the European Union? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, wait, that's been happening since, what, the, what was that, uh, early 70s? Yeah, so years? There, there was a guy, and I can't remember the, he's in, in the British Parliament, and he's kind of a, a big asshole over there. He was given, in, in Parliament this week, um, he was given a big pro-Trump uh, speech in parliament about how they needed to stop talking bad about trump and blah 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 and was it nigel farage He's yeah not yeah. actually in parliament but well he was there talking to parliament or talking to somebody there he was he was talking to them because he tried he was the one that was ran up this whole pro brexit and everybody right. said that wasn't going to happen and then it happened and then suddenly he's like king of the world right so behind him is sitting a dude at his desk you know the at the desk it says he's lying a sign that says he's lying it was really really yeah. funny it was funny and the arrow was pointing over his head and i, I kept on saying oh dude if you just twisted it a little bit like <laughs> that you've been, been on the money <laughs> that's greatness now, though uh, it's um it's interesting this is going to be um as we talked about last year is that as much as we could not believe that it happened. This is going to be the most interesting four years of oh, TV ever. God. So, what do you think of um, of uh, uh, Tillerson as Secretary of State? He's a smart son of a bitch. Well, you know why he wants to be Secretary of State, right? That get that oil. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> because he wants to lift the sanctions on. Um, Russia, because if he does, then Exxon's contracts with the with Russia can be are valid again and can be exercised, and they're like four billion dollars worth of drilling contracts, and Tillerson profits one hundred and fifty million dollars himself. That sounds pretty good. I mean, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. What did I just say out loud on the air? <laughs> the whole thing's a fucking scam. That's why I don't get it at all. People are like, and you're right. Tillerson is a smart motherfucker. He wouldn't be the fucking CEO of Exxon if he wasn't, you know, couldn't think his way out of a fucking paper bag. However. He's from, he's from Wichita Falls, too. He, I know. He's got zero experience. And... He just wants his $150 million out of Russia, and that's all he fucking he's gives a shit about. He's got 110% experience in Russia. <laughs> he does. <laughs> the order of good fellowship or whatever they gave him. He's like... Well, you know, the, 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 funny, the funny thing is, and I don't, I, don't know, I don't think we've ever talked about this on here, but all of this, all of this other shit is just window dressing. The, the, there's a trillion dollar war being fought. Why Syria is aflame is because Saudi Arabia wants to run a pipeline from Saudi Arabia to Europe through Syria across the Black Sea um, and pump oil and gas into Europe because Russia has an 80% monopoly on oil and gas into Europe. And Russia... Oh, especially, especially the natural gas? Yeah. 
they man they dominate well that's why dudes down there fucking around taking of crimea like all this stuff is window dressing this is about it's the same thing that standing rocks about it's the same thing that the keystone thing is about it's yep. about a pipeline and it there's and then that one the Syria, the saudi arabia one the entire future of russia is at stake and Saudi Arabia uh, stands to make a fucking truckload of money and keep their country afloat for the next 50 years rather than uh, them going belly up. So there's trillions well, and, and, of dollars on all, in stake this on this fucking shit. This all matters ship. especially right now because uh, because Saudi Arabia made this big play to crush fracking try to crush it completely that's why oil prices have, and you know better than, than right. i do you can talk better on this subject than i can but that's why they're doing this right they and want to drive everybody out of business crush, they tried they're trying to crush competition and as much as it is when you go back in history to standard oil up to now <clears> it's always what is the the common thing or what is the prize you know what is that book that book that was a one of pulitzer prize the prize right yeah, you know it's it's about what runs the world, natural resources, oil. I said it back in the '90s when I was uh, still in the uh, military reserve. Is that it was very obvious why we was going into the Middle East. It's about the oil, right? And everybody was like, "No, it's about dictators and yellow cake." And it's no, it's about oil. It's about and oil. And like like how many years later? It's like obviously it's still, about oil still motherfucking about oil exactly that's that Dave Chappelle uh, skit that he did on uh, Black Bush still one of my favorite skits ever it's like go and get that oil oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> getting that shit alright so uh, TV shows yeah. I have not watched much over the holiday so I watched the first season of Humans I, I did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's well, I, I say love. It's a little bit. It's like when you have a computer screen and then you see this weird three D tree coming out <laughs> in this code. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it was. I think it speaks to all that stuff we've been talking about with Westworld mm-hmm. and like okay. And it's funny. It's it's very much fit into everything we was talking about Westworld is like okay what is that bridge point what is when it, it's like oh shit they're human they're not a Roomba that we could beat up <laughs> right. right so I told you you would like it I mean I think it's good it doesn't have the highest production value you know ever but in terms of what they're doing I think I think it's really good and uh, um, what is, uh, William Hurt yeah he's good yeah. he's good he in did. it he did a really good turn in that. Um, I'm going to get started on because uh, season two is out. I'm going to get started um, on that this week, probably this weekend. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed season one. Yeah. So here's what I've been watching for the past five or six weeks. So Amazon put every episode or the first 22 seasons of Top Gear on Amazon. <sighs> Oh, wow. And I watched, I watched a few episodes of uh, The Grand Tour. Yeah. Well, The Grand Tour is okay. It is a little overdone, overproduction-y. But I'm telling yeah. you, you will love, if you go back and watch Top Gear, You will the episodes where they do the cars and all that stuff is is cool. And it's funny, and it's those three guys, and it's much like we're talking or doing now, much more about busting balls than it is trying to do like serious car show. But right. the episodes every every season they do an episode where or two episodes where it's a world trip and one of them is they they have to buy $100 mopeds and drive all the way from southern Vietnam all the way up to northern Vietnam on these shitty mopeds and they have disasters <laughs> and it's just those guys out in the world experiencing stuff they've never seen before still busting each other's balls hating every second of it in terms of that they're somewhere shooting a video or a you know video series but loving hanging out together and seeing all the some these amazing sights in the world and but but enjoy those episodes thoroughly 
you have to watch the other episodes so you understand the guys and their you know their back and forth and give and take and um, but the the ones where they, they do one in Vietnam they do one in India they do they drive across Africa in like uh, they show up in like nice BMWs and then they drive across the desert and they're having to modify everything <laughs> as they go because these cars aren't designed for it. Um, but it's just these three guys hanging out and doing their thing. And and those episodes, there's two. You normally it's eight to ten episodes a season, and one to two of those episodes are these big trips that they take. Fucking phenomenal TV. It's great to watch. I'm totally addicted. I watched from episode one all the way through the the ending episode where. Um, they those three guys leave the show because the main guy punches out one of the production guys and get they basically get kicked off. But and that was uh, how many seasons? Was I think it? it's twenty two. Uh, so uh, twenty two seasons. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking Holy TV, dog. Shit. Yeah, because I know it's hugely popular, and uh, <clears throat> I think uh, didn't Amazon sign them up for the grand tour for like three three years? I think. Three years, yeah, and and there's a de- definite difference between three years and three seasons because a lot of people sometimes get that confused. Right. Is that man, you can run a shitload of, <laughs> of uh, seasons inside of a year, or you could do like some things do, and like, okay, we got a season. See you two years from now <laughs> when right. we have the budget. Right. See you later. <laughs> but you, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and James May are the three guys, and it is. You know, I, I I had heard I've known I had known of the show forever, but I had always like, oh, it's a car show, and I love fast cars and stuff, but that doesn't really sound appealing. But it's totally the human aspect of the show. It's totally these three guys. They're you you see them early on, like uh, Jeremy Clarkson starts it, and there's some guys there that they kind of take off in season two, and then Richard yeah. Hammond comes in, and a little bit of. He's you know kind of subservient to to, to Jeremy Clarkson because it's his show and 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 then you know they go a season or two and then James May comes in and he's the new guy and they're fucking with him all the time and you slowly just see this you know amazing friendship build up between these three guys and all these adventures that they go around the world um, and then as they go into the the grand tour is like now they're old lifelong buddies right they're all equals but it's you know there all these dynamics that build up and. The the just watch if you weren't to watch anything but the episodes where they they do Vietnam they drive across India in these shitty ass lorry trucks and they try to out shitty <laughs> each other and get the I, is that it's, I think it's in England it's lorry right right and here it's truck so it's either truck truck or lorry lorry <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right so lorry. they slash truck <laughs> they, yeah they go to get the and they always try to out shitty each other and get the worst vehicle for what they're going to try to do um and they have all these adventures on the on the on the travel episode those are fantastic um and and the one they drive across europe one they drive across um all the way like across africa and africa is a big fucking place um but it, it's a, it's, i just it's the biggest country i've ever seen yeah it's the um, <laughs> to echo Sarah Palin, <laughs> right? The like, no, Sarah. It's a lot of little countries. <laughs> it's like no. eighty countries over there. Um, but that—that's what I've been binge watching all the way through the holidays, and I just finished up about a week and a half ago, and I was totally sad and let down. And when there's no there's no more to to watch, um, but that has absorbed almost all my time. I've watched a half episode of Taboo. And then Netflix put a, a show on called um, Frontier that's got uh, the guy that plays... Um, the stallion that mounted the world? Yeah, him, Jason, whatever his name is. Or, or Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> you know, whichever, whichever one you want to you call him. And yeah, I've, I I watched, I wa- I'm almost finished with that first season. I was just watching that, I think the second to the last episode before we, we came in here to turn on. But that's my entire TV watching, man. So I hope you've been watching some stuff. Um, I've been watching um, a little bit of the, uh, like I said, I've been watching Humans. I want to check out Taboo. I've been I've been wanting to check out it just uh, a series of unfortunate events. Uh, the Lemony Snicket stuff yeah. just came out on Netflix. I've been wanting to check that out. Uh, I've been watching. I was just watching uh, um, uh, some a lot of comedy stuff on Netflix. Apparently, a comedy is uh, Netflix's strategy 
they're investing heavily into comedy specials, very much <clears throat> like HBO did. And right. that was what their claim to fame was for a long time, was HBO specials. Uh, Billy Burr, uh, I was watching uh, um, Walk It Off. That was a one. It was a special that released right before the end of the year, before the uh, results of the election. So it was interesting to see. I, I got to watch about the first twenty minutes of it, and they was talk. He was talking. He he um, he declared a pox on both Hillary and Trump houses. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, and, and I'm I'm sort of in the same camp, and we've talked about that before. Is that it's like this is the best we can do. This is the best we can do. These these motherfuckers. It's Dude. like, and he did the same thing. Um, so I've been watching a lot of comedy. Um, I watch. I've been watching some of uh, Oliver Stone's uh, History of uh, of America. I saw I saw one of the articles on there that said debunked or something like that. Yeah, and I, I tried to when I throw links on there. I thought it was. Uh, I'm only four about four episodes in, mm-hmm. and I I look it up and I try to throw in things that talk about it and things that talk on the other side of it, and it's it's. You know, it's like, how do you know what you believe, you can believe? You know, there's been a lot of uh, talk about, okay, this, uh, like, PolitiFact and fact check and stuff like that, that, okay, is this, who's paying for this? You know, that whole thing. And that small, cynical part of me that has been a core of my life <laughs> is, <laughs> is saying that the only thing that I keep in mind is that you're talking about America is the most powerful nation on the planet and there is a lot of money at stake. Right. So there is a lot of money on any side. There's a lot of billionaires wanting to put their version of truthiness out there or their alternative facts out there and it's like it's 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 a little have you ever it's, read Noam Chomsky? It's hard any- to know what it's. It's hard to know what. Okay, is this legit? Yeah. Are they telling us legit things right now? Have you um, Have you ever read any Noam Chomsky? A little bit, yeah. You need to because he does all that for you. Like he will all whatever book the topic his book is or like I have several of his um, uh, collections on Audible. So he goes through all that stuff. Does all the research and gives you the real deal. You you should check him out. I, I probably because the is I like to think that of all the stupid things I've done in my life, I have a fair amount of intelligence, and I know that money talks and bullshit walks. <laughs> so to me, is that is that that if you have anything that people are spending a ton of money on there's a spin on it yeah and not and my instinctive nature is that we are i don't care what anybody says we come from warring ape tribes (laughs) and if they will cannibalize bullies (laughs) and eat them (laughs) as was in the news recently i saw uh, that you saw that yeah and it it was right underneath like a trump (laughs) trump thing it was like (laughs) Warring ape tribes <laughs> cannibalize <laughs> the bullies of the tribe. Yeah. Um, is that anytime that there is anybody is willing to spend billions of dollars on something, somebody's going to get paid. Yep. And it's not for altruism. Yeah. No, you need to start reading Noam Chomsky. You'll you'll totally dig him. So there there are some shows that are coming up, and and one starts today, tomorrow. Oh. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, I've heard of that. So, what is that, uh, what is it, that about? It is on Netflix. <clears throat> it starts tomorrow. Um, it's Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Um, and it is going to be weird. Um, Sheila and Joel, a married couple, are, are real estate agents in Santa Cl- Clarita, uh, California. <laughs> when Sheila dies, uh, their lit lives take a dark turn. Because she has a, a, I think she's risen from the dead or something, and she is a craves human flesh, and so it is all about them having these wacky adventures, killing people so she can eat them, so she can stay alive or something like that, and it kind of 
I, I love Timothy Oliphant. He's great in funny roles, and I think this is going to be one too. And he's also really great in kind of cocky action roles. Um, yeah. So it starts tomorrow, and I'm really, really looking forward to to seeing this. Yeah, I'm just looking on. Um, I I just looked it up on Google. It's like at top stories review Santa Clarita Diet, a suburban con- sitcom with bite. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, it's like. It, and it drives me crazy. Everything sounds like BuzzFeed now. It's like, and they come up with the perfect answer. <laughs> it's like, okay, really? Uh, Santa Clarita Diet serves up a thin comedy horror mix. Um, before you start watching Santa Clarita Diet, you must check out Bet, and I'm better off dead. I'm sure it's probably referring to because it got cut off. Uh, but no, it that. Uh, that might be worth checking out. Yeah, it's going to be t- kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. I'm interested in seeing it because I like I like Drew Barrymore and I like him, and so it should be good. The, another thing I've tried to I watched what half episode on, and I have to be really in the mood to kind of watch these things. Is the OA, and it's on Netflix too. I've heard a lot. I've heard it's a, got a lot of good things about that. Yeah, me too. And I haven't had a chance to to, but it is going to be. I'm going to now that Top Gear's done. Uh, OA. Um, Taboo, this frontier, um, and a couple things that have been a little bit back burner uh, for me are, are going to come to the forefront. Uh, and I am super excited about uh, Stranger Things season two. I've I think got it's, to watch the rest of it. Everybody has been chastising uh, me. It's so good, rightly, dude. Rightly so. And I watched the first two episodes, and then I was because I've been just like getting my my nuts just drilled off at work, <laughs> just I working hear, I all hear the time. So um, I, I need to catch up on that. But I've season two, they I've just heard started it's great. filming. It speaks to us '80s kids. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's about as '80s as you can get. And did you see the whole one owner rider thing at the the award show the other night? No, what happened? You've got to Google that, and you've got to Google <laughs> Winona Ryder uh, award show memes, and you need to spend some time on that because it is fucking greatness. Oh, I saw one thing today. Uh, is that it showed it a jal- uh, January calendar, right? And it, every face of her, like every day for for January. And you got to find the one that um, has all the pizzas flying around. All the pe- <laughs> it's so. Uh, I typed in Winona Ryder, and it's Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder pizza, Winona Ryder pizza gift, <laughs> <laughs> Winona Ryder memes. It uh, uh, apparently uh, this is what's happening right now. And uh, let's uh, since we're uh, we have figured out the uh, you can see that right. Um, you see that? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. See? So let's see if I can find. Oh my God! Was she like hammered out of her mind? Or Dude, what? well, they said that um, something went on where she was unaware. <laughs> That's like that uh, that Hillary uh, with the ghost uh, gift that came out. Yeah, she. I guess she was having a really hard time hearing what he was saying, and he was making a really impassioned speech. And she, I guess, didn't realize like how crazy she was looking. But she's like reacting to the stuff he's saying, which you know they. I think he came out and was all anti-Trump or, or something. I don't. I didn't. I don't watch dude, award shows, but dude, pretty fucking she's, funny. She's got to be. She's got to be high as balls, man. I, I know. I was thinking, is she shrooming? Well, and that, look at um, <laughs> homeboy behind her is holding her shoulders. Right. She is high as a fucking Georgia pine right now. <laughs> well, that's that was the the speculation. Um, funny shit, though. How old is she? She's in her 40s, right? God, she's got to be getting close to 50, I would think. She still looks great. No, she's no, she's very pretty, very, very pretty lady. Um, I don't think she's right up in balls. the head. But, um, <laughs> okay, so I've been exposed. <laughs> this is a, as Bussy would say, uh, pizza is the perfect answer. Is this Pizzagate? Is she involved in the whole Pizzagate Child thing? porn. <laughs> the internet is for pizza. And then there's this this image right there. So she's, hey, uh, is she saying fuck yeah there? I don't know what she's doing, man. Fuck yeah, she's fuck high yeah. as a fucking kite. 
But uh, new season of Vikings getting ready to come out. Uh, what season is it? And you can yell at me because I'm only about to start season three, I think. I think it's season five. Um, oh, okay. So there's not so too many, far behind. Dude, there's so many things I got to get caught up on. I still have uh, Dinosaur. I still got this uh, Donald Trump page up. <laughs> hey, so Me. did you see the movie Arrival? Uh, no, I did not. I meant to go see it in the theater, and I did not, and it, I heard it was amazing. It is amazing. Probably one of the best kind of thought-provoking sci-fi films in quite some time, pro- probably since Close Encounter. I, I, I heard the, a lot of comparisons with that. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely kind of not what you think it's going to be. It's very messagey. It's very kind of timely, um, um, its message. So I so really it, enjoyed it. it. Did, it re- did it remind you in a, a little bit of contact in a certain amount? or No, where contact is, I feel like this kind of breathtaking like we're gonna make contact with aliens it's gonna change us there is some to that uh you know something to that but it's it's much more it's a much deeper message than contact it which contact had some deep messages in terms of unification and um what we would how our lives would change if we found out that uh um you know there were others and there's still you know some of that in there too but i feel like this was trying to be a little bit more thoughtful um and uh and i love carl sagan love contact love that movie love the book um yeah. and this was this was fantastic so you definitely got to check it out looks like somebody's going to be visiting the pirate bay pirate ahoy bay, maybe <laughs> oh i mean just to see if it's out there and so i can alert somebody that's right that's what I, alert that's the what media I to, that's what i meant to say i know what you meant yeah. Uh, so, uh, what else you've been watching? Man, that's 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 really about it. Um, I have been, um, you know, uh, so when Keep I come home from, <laughs> yeah, work's been fucking throttling me. But I have pretty much fully switched to um, news, watching the news when I get home on the on YouTube. I watch. Uh, Young Turks and a couple of other um, online news that you know do everything through YouTube. And Are you talking about alternate news? Well, no, alternate I think alternate facts. I know, no, I know what you're talking. Yeah, I, well, I, I do watch I Mr. Alex Jones about once a week just so I can see what he's fucking up to. And Dude, um, I'm still saying I texted you about it and you didn't answer back. I think that would be. An amazing idea. We got four years of it coming. We might as well jump on on the early part of it. No, I think it, what it is that we're talking about. I read it. No, I read the idea, and I thought about it. I think we just got to talk about like how we would execute that. It's a fantastic idea, um, yeah, and there's not a lot of work in terms of the material is already there. You know, no, it's dude. It is laid out like the sumptuous buffet at the trump towers right <laughs> that's right so we we, we can tie because I, I never got a uh, i never heard back from you i was like i still think it's a great idea so. well you sent it like i was literally dozing off when you i sent it and i read it and i thought about it and we yeah we just gotta think of how we would execute it but uh you know so i watch a lot of stuff on youtube um i'm consuming like i played the star wars galaxies and it's a it's a uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. It's a really complicated, in-depth game. Um, so I watch a lot of like the how-tos and the preview stuff that people do. Um, it's a mobile game. And I watch news on YouTube. So you know, I've pretty much migrated, for the most part, you know, over to YouTube, away from any regular mainstream TV-type stuff. And it seems like a lot of my viewing time has has really definitely shifted away from mainstream TV. Um, I can't really think of anything that I watch on, like, the, the former Big Three. I think the Big Three, I think that's something that's, in the next few years, is going to go away, as far as people talking about the Big Three. Um, because I think it's firmly in the hands of other media companies right now. And yeah, I don't know just, what they're going to do. Get, you talk about consolidation with everything. Um, I watch a lot more of Vimeo 
stuff on Vimeo now, stuff on uh, like you on YouTube. There's just such a wealth of, of really good content out there, and it's like we're it, it. And we've talked about this a lot on this podcast. Is that it's like you have there's only so many hours that we have as functioning adults, unless we're millennials that don't have a job but we know how to make ancient armor <laughs> and we right. have to pay off that debt um, it's that we only have a certain amount of hours to consume media and we're going to pick and choose our battles and uh, I'm starting to find that I'm shifting away I only watch certain shows I watch a lot of things that are like smaller uh, footprint content or stuff that's very specific to my interests. And the rest of it, you know, it's like, oh, hey, what's happening on a blacklist? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. No idea. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep up with, man. And um, with the all these alternative um, ways to watch things um, coming at you. And my thing is like, it would have ha- would have had a hard time finding lately, and this is is that thing that I know is forty two episodes that I love that I'm like I'm, I'm gonna power I'm officially through these. Tur- turning off the Trump draws site because it keeps on attracting my eyeballs. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, we we'll just uh, you know that's why I love about uh, you find a show like Top Gear. It's got whatever twenty seasons, and you're like you love it, and you're just into that one thing. For, and that's what you're watching, and that's what you're rolling with. Um, but I've had a hard time here lately finding stuff, and I know that's probably just because it's a downtime for content. Yeah. And then you know, here pretty quick, uh, you know, a lot of things are going to start dropping that I'll find interesting. I actually went back and rewatched um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, um, oh my God, what's the uh, drawing a blank? The uh, Band of Brothers, and um, oh yeah, you know. Yeah fantastic show watched it from first episode to the last episode and that's all i kind of watched as i focused in on that um there was a uh, there was an article just a couple of weeks ago that was talking that was sort of and the the guy who wrote it was revisiting band of brothers and he was like he wanted to go back and watch it and it's like was it really his his whole take on it was was it really as good as it originally he thought it was it's like when x-files came out everybody was x-files ah and then right. when you go back and watch it, you're like eh and he when he went back and watched it he said it was still as gripping and as powerful as he remembered it and that's the sign that he felt that was a sign of a really good uh uh piece of art yeah 100 percent. my really take was a show was very much in the same kind of vein and i, I thought maybe you know i would start watching and go slam the only thing that's kind of noticeable about it is is as much production value as it had for its time now that stuff has a much greater amount of production value um or poured into it um with sets and um you know special effects have gotten so much cheaper and stuff and um and better yeah and, and better and um I don't know if you watched the Pacific, which is the 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 brother show of that that takes place. Yeah. In, um, that you know you could tell that between that, there, you know the the amount of money that gets spent on these type of things had gone up significantly. Um, oh, but yeah. still, it was fucking fantastic. It's a great cast. I can I I I had forgotten, or at least back then you didn't know that um, how many people are in that that have smaller parts. Um, like uh, Michael Fassbender. Um, yeah. Is oh, it Fassbender or Fassbender? I don't know what it is, man. I um, think Trump would say Fassbender. Fassbender <laughs> yeah. by the Fassbender over the hoo-ha. Fassbender by the hoo-ha. Um, but there's just a a ton of people that were really unknowns then that are that are pretty, uh, you know, big stars now, and um, and obviously so they're sort of their uh, launching pad, right? But obviously, um, uh, what's his name? I just saw him. Uh, is the Damian Lewis is the, you know, the 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 glue of that of that s- series, um, the guy that was in Homeland and and all that stuff. Um, yeah, he's just he's fucking fantastic. <clears throat> but I, I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. 
are you, uh, are you are you planning on catching up on um, the? Did you watch the Magicians sci-fi? I, I, I watched the first couple of it. Magicians just came back out, season two on both. Have they actually aired? They've actually aired, yeah. Okay, and so I think Expanse aired last week. Okay, well then I will be watching that as soon as we're done for we're done here. And I saw the Magicians, and it looks like they're putting a lot of money into that show. Um, yeah, because I saw the preview build-up stuff, and it looked like they had spent a lot of money on that. Um, I did like that show. I only watched like the first two episodes, so I, I'll I, maybe I'll go and uh, uh, check that out. But I'll definitely I'm going to run in and watch the Expanse as I drift off to to bed tonight. Yeah, because I, I need to watch the first episode. It was on this last week. <clears throat> I'm going to watch that this weekend, and I want to get. I still need to watch the ending episode of the magicians from last season and i think it's only two episodes into the new season now so so we can we can definitely as far as as fresh content into yep. 2017 we can talk about that for sure and that'll that, hopefully that'll get us rolling and that, that's one of the things that i haven't i've really wanted to do the podcast in the last probably three or four weeks but that i was well, the part that i was struggling with is uh I haven't watched a ton of stuff to talk about. Another stuff, ton of stuff to talk about. So, we'll get back in the swing of things, and some new shows are starting. So we'll, that'll give us a lot of cannon fodder to talk about. Yeah, and that—that's why I kept on stacking up the show notes because at least it gives us something to we can we can just sort of like a like a, a murderer's row of of stuff to sort of talk about and uh, stuff that's coming up because there's a ton of good stuff coming up. Um, in this uh, this year, because alas, no, no new Westworld till 2018, and uh, the new uh, the uh, we are on midseason break for Walking Dead, so that starts mm-hmm. up. Of course, Valentine's Day, so we'll see. I've been seeing some stuff out there that um, um, that's talking to a couple of the actors, and that apparently, because I know that there's going to be a shit ton of murder. In this season, yes. that future seasons, it's they're talking about the 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 amount of violence is going to sort of taper off. So that's I think that's that might be an interesting transition. Uh, that's something we've talked about on the podcast before. Is that at a certain point, the zombies are going to have to taper off through just degradation or right. getting killed off or non-compliance with zombie code or whatever. They're, they're out of OSHA. And, and the humans, it's just going to be a restablishment of, uh, you know, the dystopian society, and it's the reestablishing themselves. So, that, I think that's interesting. Everything that I've we've heard is that they will continue the Walking Dead as long as pe- they have the numbers and people that are interested. So, yeah, I think. I think they should have a really solid outro planned in advance because I think yeah. once those numbers start to taper off, taper off, I think they're gonna they're gonna go fast. Oh, they'll cut them! They'll cut them like dead, like skanky fish, man. It's just like, <laughs> right, <laughs> out of here, baby. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm looking forward to it though, and I know this is they got to have a lot of murder coming up because they sure took it in the keister the first half of this uh, season. So yeah. So. Uh, um, so for us, we've got our marching orders. We've got the Expanse. Yep. New season. I heard the opening episode was a, a knockout. <sighs> I, I, I've been staying away from it, and uh, I heard uh, Magicians was good to go. So catch up on that. Yeah, Human starts the second season on February the thirteenth. It's right here, pulled up. So. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Let's do that. Watch some right, stuff. Man. Sweet. All right, man. Peace out. Later, sir.